Toronto proud to announce from Zurich, Men's League Switzerland, from US program, Austin Matthews. Okay, hello, welcome back. I hope everything's going well. Hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl, if that's your thing. But if it's not, no worries, because my bookie's got it all from NBA to the Premier League. Uh, they've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, all the kinds of stuff you could ever want, and from a great customer service team that helps you 24-7. You can even pool your bets together for a bigger payout. And let's say you got a couple big favorites this week. You could parlay your wagers and let you bet multiple games together. And if they all come through, you win big. And so maybe if you're not into football, because it's all over now, you could still sign up for hockey. And I think baseball's starting up again soon and uh, boxing and all that kind of stuff. So uh, my bookie has more lines and better odds for the other player than any other sports book around. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. And that means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra thousand dollars in free money to play with sounds pretty sweet to me uh, and all you have to do is use the promo code THPN uh, to activate the offer once again the promo code is THPN uh, to get your extra cash from my bookie uh, bet win get paid have fun be safe live and love life all right now let's do the shoe okay here we are again back talking about the best thing in the world which is Leafs well maybe there's a couple of things I would think of that I would put ahead of that but I can't really talk about them right now it's more of a private thing um so this week wasn't too bad I'm gonna cover some of those games games in the future uh part one obviously part two is like the news my winners and losers of the week sort of little things I'm noticing all that kind of stuff and hopefully it'll all be fun and well dandy all right, so let's get going here. The first game of the week was pretty good with Arizona. I wasn't able to watch too much of it, but of course I did get to see the beginning, uh, which is obviously the worst part. It was like a goal within a minute. And that's one of those things that, you know, that I, I have, I've mentioned this before, where you have the 24-hour news cycle, all that crap, TSN, and everything needs to be analyzed to, like, the extreme and because they had such like a bad uh, streak at the beginning of the season where they were constantly letting in the first goal, uh, just seeing this gives me sort of like that PTSD. And it's not because I'm like freaked out, like, oh, game's over, I'm quitting, you know, GG, this sucks. It's because I'm just so tired of hearing like the same complaints about the team over and over again, just because, I mean, essentially they need something to talk about and like, I get it. It makes sense. Like, what else are they going to do? Uh, you got to pick on something that is relevant or whatever uh, and make some kind of story up about it. But anyway, they had that first goal. But 
honestly, like I felt the rest of the game, they were just, they were fine. Like, I think it's more of just an unlucky quick goal at the beginning of the game rather than uh, they suck or there was going to be a bad game, uh, which is honestly better to see. I'd rather see them just play, like, to go through that kind of adversity and then just play a good game. It's far more interesting to me to watch rather than them just, like, crushing somebody and then losing. Or, sorry, crushing somebody and then just, like, losing their motivation uh, to keep pushing and doing anything different. Um, so anyway, it was a quick goal that essentially is a comeback win against Arizona. I believe this one went to overtime, right? Yeah. That was the one with Kapanen, I think, got the goal in overtime, which again is great. I love Kapanen. Uh, I know I've recommended that they trade him or Janssen. I'm leaning towards more trading Janssen right now. I don't, I don't think he's worth as much, especially with a recent injury. There's just something about Kapanen when I watch him play that and maybe it's because he's so fast and it's, he stands out, obviously, and he makes these a lot of these rush of plays that uh, several other players can't, um, especially because he's just one of the fastest players in the league. And then you have Janssen, who's a bit more of, like, under-the-radar good. Um, maybe they could use that to their advantage if they ended up trading Kaepernick. That people are seeing this one dynamic, and they're like, oh, man, he, what if he was on the top line all the time on our team? Uh, how amazing would that be? Yeah, we'll give you a defenseman. Um, I feel like that might be the outcome, but I, ho I hope not. I, I honestly want to keep everybody. Hopefully they can just sign some UFA defenseman to, to take up uh, one of the right side slots um, next season. But anyway, it was a great game. Uh, I was happy to watch it uh, when I could. And I think I, yeah, I watched the overtime of this one. I get all confused with all the, School work I do in between and all kind of stuff. Um, especially between all three games this week. Uh, and then the next game was the Dallas game. Uh, it's kind of boring, I thought. I wasn't too interested in it. Um, they ended up losing 3-2. I mean, maybe that's why. Because you just don't have the positive memories to it. Um, it's, sort of, it's sort of what you more expected from a Dallas game. Where they just choke you a little bit. And you, it's hard to score goals and all that stuff. But wasn't too bad um and then i watched most of the game against ottawa yesterday uh which was pretty cool they i'll say it again like there's something about the way ottawa is built right now that i think they could be successful a lot quicker than people think because they've just got this hard-working attitude and they they actually are pushing teams to beat them rather than just like letting teams beat them if that makes sense uh they they're just hard to play against and you can tell uh that i think teams come in there like thinking they can just take them lightly and because ottawa doesn't play that way uh it really surprises them and then they're like oh crap like what do we do but anyway that that whole thing kind of worked out in the least favor in my opinion because it it just gives them a rougher team to play against gives them a challenge and it maybe even a surprise challenge that they can overcome rather than just coming in there and scoring five goals and leaving they like, all right yeah sorry Sorry, Ottawa. Uh, and another thing, if anyone hasn't like looked up a lot of Ottawa prospects, I recommend you do because that team, like, it feels like they have enough players already in their drafting drafting system uh, in their minor league team. I can't remember the name of their minor league team right now, but anyway, it feels like they have enough players in there already to just like start injecting them into the team next year, similar to what. 
Toronto had, I think the year before Matthews came. I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. Because the year before Matthews came, some of the players came up, like I think Marner and Neilander played a couple games or something. And uh, they were doing so well that they're like, oh, we should probably send them down. <laughs> we don't want to win too many games. Uh, I feel like that's where Ottawa is right now, which is, it's a really good place for that team to be right now compared to where they were recently, where how everyone viewed them recently and how we kind of all wrote them off. And they were kind of, like, to be fair, they were kind of a joke last year. And with the whole Melnick thing about him being just the way he is and some of the things he said, that whole interview with Borvieski was so cringeworthy. It's so cringeworthy, I couldn't even watch the whole thing. I remember putting it on and I, I just get like this, you know, uncomfortable feeling. I'm like, I got to turn this off, burn it, never, never show this tape to me again. Um, so there's that. And then there was the whole thing about him saying like, we have a plan to rebuild and what we're going to do is trade a bunch of assets and we'll have unparalleled success in a couple years. And I was like, what? It's not how it's going to work for, well, guaranteed. Like, look at Edmonton, look at all these teams that have, Buffalo, that have struggled for so long uh, trying to rebuild and just think they're going to turn it around. Like, I I really think sometimes, and I've heard this before, that um, Malik really likes Toronto because of how much money they make and, like, especially the success they've been able to have in the past couple of years, like with turning their team around. And he really wants them to be like that, to obviously make him money and to just have a good team on as well. And I think he just assumed that like, oh yeah, we could do this too. Now they might be able to. The funny That's the funny thing is like, they've been drafting well. Uh, for all you could say about Pierre Dorian and his team, they draft really good players. Uh, hello, Thomas Shabbat. And... Uh, and they've so they've stocked the team up quite well this year. They're going to have two lottery picks. Which, if one if San Jose's turns into like the first overall pick, that will be as somebody who is a fan of a West Coast team that used to get beat by San Jose all the time. That is just sweet justice, <laughs> and I'm really happy. Like, I've never been a huge fan of San Jose, and I don't know why really, uh, mostly because I guess they beat the teams I liked and. I know there's just one of those teams that I just never enjoyed them. I just something about them just rubbed me the wrong way. Can't actually explain it. But anyway, um, yeah, so they could end up with two a first overall pick, and one of them could be the in the Eric Carlson trade, which makes that trade fantastic for them at this point. Uh, it did look pretty bad at first, but if this pick turns out to be top five. Um, and they get a decent player, plus the players they got in the trade. I actually say that's a pretty good win for Ottawa. Um, which is kind of funny down the line, because when it first happened, I was like, wow, that's it. Uh, and you look at Carlson getting injured again this year, and the, it just didn't sound like it pushed San Jose over the edge, and now he's he's there for seven more years past this time. Uh, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing to see all this. And I just think Ottawa could, if they win the draft pick, uh, get Lafreniere or whoever uh, and then maybe they get like a defenseman with the other pick or the goaltender uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head um, that's one of the best goalie prospects since Carey Price apparently man they could really set that team up and maybe next year uh, or the year after they'll be like really relevant again so I would say not next year but the year after would be more likely um, 
but yeah, that'll be cool to see them play Toronto when they're both playing really good. I much rather enjoy that than like as much as I liked the game that they had recently where they were like kind of scrappy and they're able to fight back and everything. They just don't have enough skill in the team to really be that much of a threat as long as Toronto like wakes up and doesn't suck. Um, but yeah, it was anyway, it was good and I'll move on. Um, so at the time of recording this, uh, they haven't played Buffalo yet, which I really hope a win, they win, uh, a win would be huge. I mean, it's pretty hard to understate it enough or it's pretty hard to overstate it because it'd be super important to them. Um, with the way they played this week and the horrible, horrible play of Florida this week, um, the Leafs have pushed themselves to a point where they're four points ahead. Um, they're in a slightly better position than last week where they were only two points ahead, and Florida still does have that game at hand. But obviously at this point, even if they win, uh, they still wouldn't pass them. Uh, so again, if they, if Toronto's able to win today against uh, Buffalo, that's going to put them in an even better position. And at this point, when you're six points ahead and you're in a playoff spot and the like the closest team is six points behind you, it gives you, a, that's a pretty decent buffer over, what is the remaining games, 20? Uh, they have 23 games left. And with six points, that's pretty good. Um, it's not super typical that a team six points out right now is able to make it into the playoffs uh it's i know it seems like a lot because you have the opportunity of making like 40 46 points if you have 23 games um but with like overtime losses the extra points uh teams don't typically well ideally a team won't go into a huge uh tailspin and just lose like eight in a row or something at this point if they've shown that they're a good team so it just makes it harder and harder uh, and essentially what it would take now is that Toronto just loses five or six in a row and Florida starts winning a bunch in a row uh, to flip this scenario, which I really hope doesn't happen, doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, so Florida finds himself in a tough spot. It's it's kind of, it's almost just like, yep, typical Florida. Uh, I think they've done this in the past three years in a row, even when they were getting better goaltending from an older Loango compared to uh, Bobrovsky, who's getting paid $10 million to be the worst goalie in the league, which is kind of messed. It's pretty messed up <laughs> when you think about it. If I was a Florida fan, I would just be losing my mind right now. Um, I bet the management is losing their mind too, and I think if they don't make the playoffs, they're probably going to fire their GM. Um I mean, he's had this team long enough. I know there was that little hiccup in the middle, which was also one of the stupidest things I've ever seen uh, in the NHL. But anyway, uh, really happy that that's the way it goes. I'm glad the team was able to pick it up and uh, change the narrative this week because I really, I know people complain about like the coverage of the Leafs. I kind of do too. And it's mainly because like whenever anything happens, it's just like my, my first reaction is, now I'm going to have to hear about this. Uh, and it will be all over the radio and all that kind of stuff. And I, I enjoy the TSN radio, the guys on there, like O-Dog and everything. They're really funny. That whole uh, reading the MRA thing really made me laugh. Uh, and I'm glad some of them don't take it as seriously. But they just, 
it becomes like a talking point for the whole week whenever anything happens. So I'm, I'm glad it's like turned around in the positive because it, I mean, they're still going to look for something negative to talk about all week, uh, but it just makes it harder for them. And so this week, uh, Campbell has played remarkably well. Uh, I, I always wanted to give Hutchinson the benefit of the doubt because I didn't want to just, you know, make it make it harder on him when you know he's probably trying and just maybe struggling or something like you want to encourage him uh, but clearly Campbell is an upgrade he's almost like matching uh Freddie's stats already for the season which I don't I don't really think he's supposed to be the going to be a number one goaltender he's probably going to be a really good backup like Curtis McElhinney um but I honestly I honestly don't care I just want the best goalie in that I don't think Freddie should be kicked out or anything but if Campbell keeps playing well, just keep putting him in. Like, rest Freddie for a bit and then maybe give him some games closer to the playoff and playoffs and then, you know, he'll be ready for that. Uh, but at this point, it's like, if it actually feels like finally that position is like solidified for a few years uh, with, I think he's signed for two years after this. So you've got him for this year and a couple years. It's like, thankfully, we don't have to talk about that anymore. Uh, the worst part about this week is, though, is that Tampa is winning a lot. And they are, they've won 10 in a row. And they're only one point behind pushing Boston into second. Which means uh, that Boston will play the damn leaves in the playoffs again. And it's looking more and more likely like that's what's going to happen. Because Tampa's on a tear, they are an amazing team. Um, I think that maybe they were just bored in the beginning of the season. I might have mentioned that earlier. Uh, and they've changed, and now Boston, as well as they are still a good team, uh, they just haven't been as hot recently. And they might not be hot enough to maintain their first-place position in the division, and they're going to end up playing Toronto again, which is going to suck. And not mainly because, like, Honestly, if they win or lose, I love just watching the team anyway. It's not the huge deal to me, as I think most people it probably is. But if they end up losing again for a third time, it's going to be so annoying. It's like, you know, when you have like a brother or a friend or something and they keep beating you at like pool or mini golf and they want to like, and you, you just want to be there and have a good time. And you're like, look dude just chill out i don't really care like, oh you don't care maybe if you cared you might win uh that's the kind of feeling i get when i see them when i play them again it's like oh great because if they lose again it's going to be the third time in a row but the fourth time in like consecutive playoff series that they've played boston in the first round and lost and there's going to be all kinds of calls for the team to just like blow it up trade everybody there's going to be panic in the city uh cats and dogs raining from the sky um, it's not going to be a fun time. Uh, if they win, it'll be really good, obviously. Uh, but the way the team is kind of... I don't know, they've been playing better recently. If they keep this momentum going, I would change my mind on this. But the way they've been playing for the most of the season and just being like kind of inconsistent, not having the pushback when they needed to, uh, their defense just falling apart and giving up like really strong chances to the opposition... If they keep doing that, it's like they're not going to be able to beat them. It's just a fact. There's no other way around it. Um, 
but that's in the in the future the far future a couple months away we don't have to talk about that right now we can talk about other things um and positive things uh and <laughs> speaking of positive let's look at this week's lineup for hockey games for them uh tuesday they play pittsburgh damn it uh thursday they play pittsburgh damn it and saturday they play carolina kind of damn it um this is going to be a rough week it they don't have four games this week but they've had four games in a row uh four games in a week two weeks in a row and now after playing a back-to-back on a weekend they're gonna have to go to uh pittsburgh and play the penguins who have just been on an absolute uh tear uh, I just paused it before I sneezed. It like came up really quickly. That was good. That would have sucked if I sneezed on the mic. Um, anyway, uh, so they're going to be playing Pittsburgh, and I'm happy to see these kind of games like Pittsburgh and Carolina. Uh, it's just going to be hard on the team, and it's at a point where you don't want them to get discouraged. You want them to win a few games and feel good about themselves, uh, especially with the way Florida's playing. You want to discourage Florida even further, make them feel worse, like the bad team they are. No, you're not allowed to make the playoffs, Florida. No, maybe next year. Um, and yeah, it's, so it's Tuesday in Pittsburgh and then Thursday at home uh, against Pittsburgh. And they've got Crosby back. I think they've got most people back now. The team, yeah, and they're still, anyway, they've just been playing good all year no matter what. So it seems like they're going to be a super threat in the playoffs. Um, and I'd be a little scared if I was to play them in the playoffs. Like any team should just be worried uh, that they've got their mojo back like they did a couple of years ago uh, when they won. And then the next game that they play on Saturday again, like I think there's only been two Saturdays this entire hockey season with the Leafs haven't played. I don't remember it being like this last year. I thought there was a lot of like on and off weekends. Um I actually feel like the NHL is like, you know what? They just get way more coverage. So let's just make sure they're on almost every Saturday. Uh, so anyway, thankfully, yeah, they're playing Saturday against a good team, which will be even better. Carolina is a super interesting team. I love to see how they handle their defense. They're also one of my favorite teams outside of the Leafs. Like when I look at them, I'm like, damn, I like this team. I like their makeup. I like the whole, uh, I can't remember their goalie's name right now, but the last year when they made it in the playoffs and there's that video of him when they interview him and they're like, he's like, we're in guys, we're in. Yeah. And he screams to the fans. Uh, that was just really cool. I wish more hockey players were that outspoken and just talking about like victories and stuff. It'd, be, it'd just be way more interesting. So there's a ton of good games this week and thankfully I'm on my spring break, so I should be able to watch them all. Uh, uh, in between doing homework i'm not going to stop um and yeah it's all going to be really exciting uh, at that point we'll only have 20 games left in the season and we'll be next monday yeah the 20 february 24th is the trade deadline so we'll finally know what's going to happen there and everyone will calm down and we won't have to talk about who's trading where and all that kind of stuff it'll more be like all right who's making the playoffs 20 games to go here we go guys um so it's always a good time of the year. I love at the end of the trade deadline, there's kind of that sort of break in the hockey madness right before the playoffs. You just kind of get to watch the games and enjoy. You don't have to speculate about all these trades and all kinds of changes and things throughout the year. It's like, it's probably one of the best times of the year, absolutely. And then the lead into the playoffs, it's just perfect because it's like, all right, now I'm ready to uh, get intensely into it all again. 
Um, but yeah, it's going to be a great week for hockey. I'm super excited. Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you next time.